Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Limerick councillors have expressed concerns after Sinn Féin's John Coslow called to angle grind the royal insignia of Ireland's post boxes. This is during a debate at the Metropolitan District on the condition of some of the mailboxes. The Northside councillor tried to broaden the debate and said some of the insignia needs to be removed. We're no longer under British rule. And he joins me on the line. Good afternoon to you, John. Good afternoon, Ireland, and good afternoon to your listeners. Okay, now, John, what was the context of the particular debate? And th- this was obviously a debate about the, the state of the post boxes initially, was it? Yes, Noel. Um, a Fine Gael Council had a motion in that we should um, maintain and restore the post boxes. I fully agree with maintaining the post yeah, boxes. Yeah, some of them are in bits now, in fairness. Oh, too. yeah, they're in a deplorable state in terms of our condition, broken doors and paint, and actually horrible. And so. I want to expand the debate, and um, I just had a, a mere suggestion that we remove the British insignia on the post boxes. Why were they on our post boxes on our main thoroughfare? Well, no well, you, well you, you, now, John, come on, you remember Sinn Féin. You know why the British insignia is on the post boxes, because they're there since, I suppose, the first Irish government in 1922. You know, they didn't really want to flex their independent muscles and spend any money, so they decided instead, an Irish solution to an Irish problem, instead of getting new post boxes, we'll just paint the red ones green. And, that, yes, and that's these, what they did. These are the property of Unpost. Why have we got a foreign motif on... Because they're there since nineteen, they're, they're there since the early part of the the last century. But it doesn't mean it's right now, and they're on our main thoroughfare. So, yeah, but, um, but we've got we've got buildings all over the country which have remnants of Britain. You know, we've got granite. You know, kind of royal insignia on places like the RDS and the Royal College of Surgeons, the Bank of Ireland, the Ironeer Hospital, the Customs House, by the way, the Doll. All a lot of these yeah. buildings, by the way, have royal insignia on it. You don't think we should go around to them all and remove every bit of it? Certainly not, Noel. I lived in London and Birmingham, so I'm well aware of the, of the British presence in our country as well. But the fact of the matter, Noel, is they are belong to UNPOST. Mm-hmm. So it, why are UNPOST spend hundreds of thousands on restoring these post boxes and restore the crown? I mean, we saw recently where um, there was a country where it was there over in... Oh, God, uh, there lot, uh, the British royal family has um, given it back the... Oh, Barbados, the, wasn't it? Barbados. Sorry about that. Barbados. You know, so the things have to move. We have to move forward. I understand that. But no, um, I think one of the reasons why the Unpost didn't um, show any interest in restoring these, because that was probably one of the reasons why we would restore the British monarchy on our, on our post boxes. It doesn't make sense at all. Well, then we're not restoring. Uh, look, if we're building new ones or putting new ones up, I couldn't agree with you more. There's no reason to have uh, the royal insignia on it because it's not the royal mail anymore, right? Yeah, but the, but the ones that are there and still in good condition and still usable, they need to be perked up, painted up a little bit, fixed up, right? Uh, because they're part of Irish history. They're quite traditional looking, like the, the red post boxes in the UK. They're very traditional, like the old phone boxes years ago too. I mean, it's part of our history. Why would you want to take an angle grinder to them? Well, no, I may have been a bit of a tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, but that's what you said. I yeah, but I didn't mean it actually upset the other council, but it's easy to upset them, you know? Yeah, well, it, people do get very easy upset nowadays, John. You do know that, don't you? Yeah, you, you can get it. It's called a soft grinder now. You know, I worked in construction in Fiscon, in Fiscon stuff. You can get a soft grinder and remove it. You, no yeah, but why to, would you want to remove it? 
No, I mean, it's part of, I mean, you might not like it, and I get that. I understand you're a Republican and et cetera, et cetera. You want a United Ireland. I, we get into that in a second, right? But, I mean, this goes back to pulling down statues and all this kind of erasing history. It, you know, it's all part of our history. Do you not think, it, you know, we should recognise it as just part of our history? Well, if you want me place and then I'm going to museum and build them there, like, we have to move forward. It, oh, we can't put all the post boxes in the museum, John. <laughs> well, I, I don't need it. Oh, your, your phone I, is breaking up there. Move your head, John. Move, get to yeah, a better uh, area. Like, I spent nearly 14 months uh, with Debenhams on outside Rotary stores, which is uh, Debenhams, okay? Yeah. And that post box is right there. And, like, every day people are just looking at it and they're saying to me it's in a terrible condition, etc., etc. So yeah, but they were looking at yeah, but they're looking at the condition of it. People aren't looking at them, going, "Jesus, look at that! It has the royal insignia on it." That turns me stomach. Most people aren't thinking like that. You might be thinking like that, John. Most people aren't thinking like that. No, you're you're probably right there, now, But it has come. I've been um, approached by many people on that. No, no. At the end of the day, within meters of that post box, there are homeless action groups giving out food and blankets and clothes mm. every month. So it just goes to show you that our priorities are totally wrong in the council. When, when, when no, and, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that aspect of it. You're missing the point, John. I don't agree with the idea that we should be dicking them up and I'm supposed to have a responsibility to do that and to make sure they're in good condition, that the, the wording on the front when the next you know mail drop is due is legible, all that kind of stuff, particularly yeah. for older people or for blind to have Braille on it or whatever. I, I completely agree. All that needs to be done. And those old traditional post boxes that you talk about with the emblem on it, they need to be painted. They, some of them actually you can still see the red, the red paint from 1922 is showing through on them but the green has gone so bad on them so I, I'm not disagreeing with that but what I'm saying is you want to remove the insignia and I'm saying no leave it there it's part of our history just like the Royal Victoria Hospital just like the Bank of Ireland just like you know the Fusiliers Arch or you know a Wellington Monument or the, should the English Market in Cork should we change the name of that while we're at it I mean where do you stop when you start going down that route well no, it's, it was just a pure Suggestion, but, but, but John, you're a counselor, you're an intelligent man. It's a it's a daft suggestion because you, 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 there's no. no end to that. No, because all I wanted them was to cover it. There's no one having to cut the base of the of the post box knife. You know, cover it. Yes, you like, like it never happened. No, no, you're, you're, you're missing the point here. No, I know. I think you, on, I on think you're main, missing the point. Why, why, are we to, why are we to view the British Crown or main Well, it's irrelevant where it is. I mean, but, the four courts. Look at the four courts in Dublin. One of the most beautiful buildings, and the Custom House Key, right? Custom House. They're the most, two of the most beautiful buildings, and the, you can't cover them up. And they're in a thoroughfare. They're both British. It's a slight difference here. I mean, no, they have British insignia on it. Now, um, like, why have my fellow councillors, first of all, been so anxious about it? You know, they were, they because you so said you wanted to get an angle grinder. Yeah, an angle grinder. Yeah, it's obvious that some of these people never worked in the building site in their life, and as simple as that. Like, you don't have to get an angle grinder; you just cover it. <laughs> cover it all you've got to do. I think you know? it was the point of principle, John. That the very fact that you wanted to get rid of it or cover it brings us to the point, right? So the point is. As a Republican, as a member of Sinn Féin, I'm sure you would like to see a united Ireland. Yes, of course, yeah. Okay. Do you think that's going to happen in your lifetime? Of course. Well, you say that with quite assurance. I mean, when you, I mean, when you look at the polls recently in relation to that, 
you know, they vary a little bit from there's the, the probably the most interesting one there was in the Belfast Telegraph some time ago where it was kind of fifty one forty nine, right? It's split down the middle pretty much. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that would be fair on the people of Northern Ireland who class themselves as British? To no fault of their own, by the way. Yeah, well, they're probably more Irish than some people down here. Some people. Well, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, but to no fault of their own, they're British because they were born there. They're now, you know, we're now looking at third generation, fourth generation. Well, it's good. The debate has to be opened up now. At the end of the day, like, like we may not agree on a lot of things, but there are certain things we will agree on. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. See, I I mean, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't object to the idea of it, right? But I'm looking at all the different permutations of it. And firstly, there's the cost factor. Now, of course, that's been discussed before in relation to the 16 billion, roughly, it costs the British government um, every year to subsidise Northern Ireland because it has very high dependency, for example, on social welfare. It has a high dependency on state jobs. So you've got all that going on. Then you've got, say, little simple things. Like, for example, the VAT rate is different. The tax rate is different. The cost, say, to go into a GP is free up there where it's not free down here. So we'd have to marry the two. And how you do that is beyond me. And all those things have to be taken into consideration. It's a minefield. Yeah, well, the challenges are obviously there now in terms of an all-earned economy. We have the golden egg. It's tourism. We can attract millions to our country with an all-earned economy in terms of inviting people into our country. Uh, Plus, a health service that would make proper. Our own health services, as you know, is severely damaged as it is. But it would make proper sense to have a full health service on point of contact, you know. Mm. Yeah, the debate, the debate is there, and it's great to have it out in the open. And uh, people like have to make bold decisions, and you know. Do you do you agree with Sinn Féin? I mean, Mary Lou said recently, going back about a year and a half ago, there that everything was on the table for debate, including the anthem and the flag. Uh, do you agree with that, or do you think somehow Sinn Féin might have sold out a little bit? Um, I think each member, each republic, has their own particular views. Now, you know. Are you willing to change the flag? No, certainly not. Are you willing to change the anthem? No, no. I have my own two personal opinions and certainly not. No. Okay, well, I'm just saying to you, that's, that was Mary Lou's stance on it. Now, I never said she said she would, but she said everything is willing, you know, they're willing to put everything on the table for debate to try and come to some sort of an agreement. Because you have, there has to be a little bit of give and take, doesn't there? Well, I have. We have included the, the unions community within, within the flag and the green, white and gold, as you know yourself. You know? Mm-hmm. Flags are, are emblems, no, that's another, that's another part we, we have to take um, down as well, you know. But any British flags in Ireland? Well, does it not come across as, as a little bit of bigotry when you talk about removing emblems and removing flags and removing... I mean, we live in a world now where I'd like to think we all get on better. I think we, we have a good relationship with the United Kingdom, thankfully, um, compared to what we might have had many years ago. And all, the, all this kind of talk about, you know, taking an angle grinder to a post box or removing a flag just because you don't like where it comes from and, and the history behind it, it causes, uh, I suppose, resentment, doesn't it? And bigotry. Yeah, going, like, I suppose you're right in the sense that people have to be um, a little bit more pragmatic and uh, mature, mature, I suppose, is what I'm looking for. That's why the debate has to be had. Yeah, the gun, I mean, the gun is in the closet, isn't it? Well and truly, I would like to think. Yeah, of course. Um, we've moved on from the... From the well, well, then why not put the angle grinder in the closet as well <laughs> while we're at it, John? Yeah. Well, that'd be a good idea. 
the angry groin, yeah, it's, wrong, it's the wrong phrase, <laughs> angry groin, but you know where I'm coming from, Nick. Just cover it, you know. You just wanted to get rid of it. Yeah, I, I get you, I get you. I, I, you, were, you weren't part of the movement, by the way, by any stretch of the imagination. I know there was a movement in Cork going back a few uh, years ago where they were going around painting over street signs that, like Victoria Street and all these kind of street signs that would have been British. You, you weren't part of that, no? No, I'm a Limerick man. No, I'm, 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 I'm just asking, were you part of that? Would you, would you be, is that something you'd be interested in, changing street signs as well? No, no, I'd only put more of my mouth now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask him. The post boxes now. <laughs> you'll, you'll stick to the post boxes for now. <laughs> Listen, no, John, I, I'm glad to see you put the angle grinder back in the closet. <laughs> but no, it's, it's O'Connell Street, like it's not Borough High Street or Haggy Road in Birmingham, it's, it's, it's O'Connell Street in Limerick, just remember that, you know. Yeah, so, I know, I know, I know where it yeah. is. I'm well aware of where it is, John. John, thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks, All right. John. Appreciate it. All the best. Keep that angle grinder to yourself. All right, there you go, John Costello, Sinn Fein councillor uh, for Limerick City North. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.